Howdy, folks. This is Benjamin C. Cholock, professor of philosophy at Princeton University. And I'm here to announce that this episode of I Learn Nothing is brought to you by Kyrgyz. Kyrgyz is a company that makes some of the most outstanding slippers I've ever had the privilege of walking the earth with. I've got a pair of the Royal Lilacs on my tootsies right now. Boy, howdy, this feels like getting a foot massage every time I put my dumb feet on the stupid ground. Why does it feel so good? Because every slipper is handmade with 100% wool felt in Kyrgyzstan by a collective of women seeking financial independence with their oldest tradition, rolling felt. That stuff's in the Bible, my man. They've been doing this for thousands of years. You all can enjoy the sensual foot kisses that the Royal Lilacs provide by going to Kyrgyz.com. That's K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com. And using the promo code NOTHING in all caps to receive a 15% discount on your first purchase. Once again, that's K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com. And the all caps promo code NOTHING. Tell them Ben and Pat sent you. International. That's a new episode of I Learn Nothing. Oh, I, th- I thought it was uh, the sound of uh, my roommate's cat licking itself. No, you just ruined my intro. That's what I do. <laughs> That's the sound of, well, that is actually the sound of a new episode of I Learn Nothing, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, it's just us speaking. Yeah, it's just us bumbling through this. <laughs> it's just us speaking over one another <laughs> and feeling resentful. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you think we'd have enough practice by now, but nope, not on episode 85. Uh, episode 85 of I Learn Nothing. We're still figuring out. You, God damn it. <laughs> episode 85 of I Learn Nothing, <laughs> a philosophy podcast for interrupting morons. Uh, what? We're talking about uh, philosophy here. We're, we're, I'm, I'm here to teach my pupil Pat, my Pat Bull, my, my pew Pat. <laughs> <laughs> About philosophy. Yeah. I'm a pupa for philosophy. Yeah. You're, you're about to burst forth from your cocoon <laughs> of, of ignorance. ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been, Ben, uh, Pat Dean here. I've been stuck inside a cocoon of ignorance. A, a, a cocoon. A cocoon. Uh, for, oh, geez, almost 35 years. Did you do any cocaine in the cocoon? Um, There was no cocaine in the cocoon because <laughs> I was stuck inside it. But now that I'm free, uh-huh. now that I've finally matured into the majestic butterfly of death that i am uh there's cocaine everywhere yeah but i don't i don't do that stuff i never have actually do you believe do you believe me when i say that i don't know yeah i guess i kind of do i don't know i didn't know you back in the day like i back in the day well i mean when when i was 13 you met when i was a 14 year old well i yeah that's right i guess i didn't know you when you were 13 but i was told (laughs) it's true i didn't no you didn't uh i was told by our by our friend uh shithead jim Jim, that you dabbled in substances for a little for a hot second in high school never did cocaine never cocaine never and i never will and if and if i ever see anyone doing it you know what i do mm-hmm. i call the cops 
I call the cops and I go, they're doing cocaine in the green room. And then the cops go, all right. It's like, all right, you fucking nerd. And then they just don't show up yeah. because they're Austin PD. They they're, okay, the police in Austin <laughs> mm-hmm. do this really crazy thing uh, that's so hilarious where um, you have an emergency and they take like an hour to get to you. Yeah, yeah, I know. There was a guy <laughs> who came into uh, the tavern many moons ago mm-hmm. and wanted to confess to a murder. And so like... The, the the bartender, this guy Joaquin, was like, "All right," and he like called the cops to be like, "Yeah, there's a murderer here," and they took like two hours to get there. Like, I just sat at the bar for like two hours. Well, did the guy commit murder? I don't think so. I think he was just an insane man. Apparently, he smelled bad. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that's how he murdered people. You know, with his stench. Yeah, with his stench. This with he poisoned his poison them. His stench of hatred. Ben, how the H are you? I'm doing all right. Are you I'm doing to- great, actually. Why? Um, because I have clean teeth for the first time in a decade. Oh yeah, you went to the. Well, you know what's so funny? <laughs> this is how. This is the class of of of, of humanity that I hang out with. Mm-hmm. You told me you went to the dentist, and I was genuinely shocked. I was like, "What, dude? I'm I don't know anyone who's been to the dentist." I'm shocked at myself. I, well, first of all, it's you have to be like in the top tier, top like five percent of most uh, shit together people to go to the dentist regularly. The dentist. The dentist. Because that shit is so. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> That shit is so unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, maybe it would. Granted, there's an argument to be made that if I didn't treat my teeth like shit, going to the dentist wouldn't be such an ordeal. Sure. But that being said, I did spend two and a half hours as this woman scraped the past 10 years out of my fucking gums. Two and a half hours? Uh, close to it, yeah. I mean, they had to take oh like, x-rays God. and shit and all that stuff. What did you like? How do you pass the time? While you're just being scraped by some woman. Oh, crying and gagging. Oh no, that's yeah, what I do. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm I used got, to that. I got some pearly whites again. Ben's, y- your whites look pretty good. Well, here's the thing. So if it, <laughs> it was so bad uh, that they had, so I'm booked for a second appointment. Like they have to finish because <laughs> it's like not totally clean. Oh no. Yeah, but it looks way better now. That's good. But anyway, I, f- I can finally smile. After 10 years, I can finally smile. Yeah, <laughs> you can finally show the world your wonderful smile. I've been telling people, I go, look, I know Ben now looks like shit and is shit, but <laughs> 10 years ago, you should have seen this fucker smile. I've said that. I mean, I had, I, yeah, th- those were the days. Yeah. Um. Okay, what are we here to do, bitch? Well, technically, we're here to, to learn about philosophy, but as everyone knows, that's kind of like the least topic that we actually cover <laughs> while we record these i mean yeah just sit tight for like 30 minutes we'll get to it do you know what i fucking saw today what okay you you okay pat did a thing just now yeah <laughs> i waved my hand your eyes were so open and you like backed away from the mic and you were like because <gasps> i just remembered like, oh, something okay and i didn't yeah. want to scream directly into the microphone like our friend ben does from time to time however what i fucking saw today what? Ben, i'm driving mm-hmm. i know how to do that yeah <laughs> great yeah i know i've seen you and I see this lady. Yeah. Right? Not not, uh, not no. totally implausible. 51% of the population, last time I checked, and I'm checking constantly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I saw this woman, and she was doing that thing where she was, like, walking up to, like, in between cars on the uh, the frontage road of, of, of 35. Yeah. And she had a sign uh-huh. about, like, hey, I need some money, blah, blah, blah. But it was th- it was it was written so strange because it was, like, it would say, like, uh, I have, and then an equal sign, mm-hmm. two kids. Mm-hmm. I need, equal sign. Spare change. Okay. God, equal sign. Bless you. 
Now, I don't know if that was an equal sign or some kind of weird like barrier. I I don't I don't I don't know, but I thought it was so unusual. That's very that I weird. I took note of it. Okay. Yeah. Not thirty-five minutes later. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm driving. Yeah. Leaving Best Buy. It was the. And it, and can I tell you something, Ben? Yeah. It's the best buy I've ever had in my fucking life. <laughs> and uh, you're like the only one who goes to Best Buy anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I and I saw. <laughs> have you heard of Amazon? Well, no. I had to get a. I had to get a charger. So the charger that I had stopped working. Oh yeah, that's so right. So I had to get a charger for my. You know, it, it sounds like a, like a nuclear meltdown every time. Yeah, the, the charger uh, that I had, I got from my friend Courtney before she moved, and it was just super loud and, and obtrusive. Uh, so I, can't, I, can't, I couldn't bring it to like coffee shops or anything like mm-hmm. that. So I, it finally crapped out, so I had to get a new thing so we can record this fucking drivel that you're all listening to right now. Um, and as I'm driving away from there, I see a guy with the same sign Whoa! in a totally you... different part of town. What do you make of that? Was it the exact same sign? It looked exactly the same. Oh, it just had the same words on it. This no, dude. I'm saying, remember that that weird equal sign? Yeah. Well, someone else can draw that too. I know, but I'm saying it looked ex- It was the exact same. Okay, sign. you're convinced that it's the same sign. No, it's not maybe not the same physically sign. the same sign. The same design, like it was oh, photocopied. That's, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the same actual. <laughs> no, I, I I highly doubt it was the same actual. Oh, sign. okay. So maybe it's like a homeless cult. I don't know something. what's going on, but I intend to find out, Ben. Yeah, well, go ahead and investigate this. Yeah, I consider yeah. myself. So you guys know me as a uh, as, as as a podcaster, as yeah. a comedian, as a sex educator. Yeah. But a lot, of, what a lot of people don't know is I'm also an investigative person. <laughs> I couldn't think of the what yeah, else I, to say. An investigative that, person. So yeah. God damn it. Because I was gonna say investigative no, reporter, I, but I'm not a reporter. I'm just some shithead. You're a gumshoe. Just call yourself. A I'm gumshoe. a gumshoe. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Pat Dean is a comedian, sex educator, and gumshoe from Austin, Texas. That's I, my new bio. I had the word, I had the word, uh, like in my head, gumshoe, and I was just like, I, I was just sitting here being like, no, I'm gonna wait. Gumshoe. <laughs> I'm gonna see what he comes. I up haven't with. thought of that word in a long time. <laughs> you, and you came up gumshoe. with gumshoe, <laughs> investigative person, investigative dot 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 person, <laughs> just someone who lost all confidence yeah. halfway through a sentence. <laughs> so, um, if you're listening and you have that sign, I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna figure out. Buddy, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give you some change. Well, actually, no, I, I got rid of all my change. I went to uh, a coin store, so I got nothing for you. Okay, but well, I'm gonna find out what the fuck your deal is, brother. Don't think you can pull a fast one on rock and roll, <laughs> Dean Patterson. So, okay, so Pat and I are gonna investigate this fucking homeless conspiracy. I guess it's a cons- oh, it's uh, a conspiracy. Yeah, and we'll report back on our Patreon. We'll let you uh, all know. Yeah, but for now, uh, for now. Uh, let's get, let's get back to the topic. Why are, why are we here? What is the point of all this? Well, isn't <laughs> well? That's kind of a deep question, Ben. Yeah. Well, the deep question that is covered by this podcast. Yeah. In, in fact, this is episode what eighty five. Eighty five. Okay. So, go if you if you're a new listener. What's up? Good to see you. Whatever. <laughs> um, but if you're a new listener, uh, we actually have solved the meaning of life on this podcast. I'm not gonna tell you what episode it's on, but go go back, listen yeah. to all of them, report back. Uh, we did it. <laughs> Hint. Uh, it's sixty nine. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but so we blew past the meaning of life. So now we're here. Yeah. Uh, we're at episode eighty five. We solved it. Uh, can you guess what we're going to talk about? I actually have no idea what we're talking. Yeah, about I know today. because uh, you could have an idea. You could have uh, you know, had some hand in this. Sure. You could have participated because I asked you to pick a topic for the regular podcast, and you said oh, sure. I thought I did, <laughs> and then you did not. Well, you know, it's you know, life passes you by. Yeah. So uh, once again, for the I don't know, 
I'm going to estimate the 75th time <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on probably. this podcast. Uh, I'm picking the topic. Can't dispute that. Uh, the topic today is just war theory. What? Just war theory. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of this before? I know, but I, I, I can kind of surmise what it is. Well, what do you think it is? Something like where it's you have to uh, the philosophy of or not the well yeah of figuring out if you should fight a war or not. Yeah, basically, we're gonna talk about that shit. It's uh, <laughs> I did the research on it and it is uh, uh, surprisingly pretty heavy. Yeah, who thought that? Who, who yeah. saw that coming? So, well, and as a former war warmonger yourself, this is a yeah. thing that you're interested in. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So we'll get we'll get into this. Um, just war theory is a specific theory of like how to pin down the morality of war, of okay. warfare, right? Going to war, conduct during war, and how to. This is kind of a newer part of it. Yeah. Uh, how to get 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 back to a state of normalcy after war, and doing all of that in the most just and ethical way possible. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing: just war theory assumes certain things. It assumes Basically, that warfare is something that can be morally contained in some way. Uh, what? Yeah. What do you? Well, what do you think about that? That I I don't know, man. I don't think I think theoretically you could do a moral war, but in actual practice, I don't think you can. Okay, so in practice, like if like if like, if you're like a soldier in the middle of the shit or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like you're not going to be like in the shit yeah. in the shit. That, that that's so us, you know, tough guys talk. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're a soldier. Yeah, we soldiers. I we consider, warriors. I consider myself a soldier for philosophy and for Catholicism. Yeah, well, we're, obviously we're all soldiers of Christ. Right. Uh, we're, well, all, we're all members of the church militant. And, I'm, uh, I, I'm more about Catholicism than Christ. <laughs> that's You know what? That's probably you and most Catholics. A lot of them, yeah. <laughs> that's you and most Christians. Yeah. <laughs> Christians are way more into how important Christianity makes them feel yeah. than the teachings of Jesus Christ, yeah. uh, who was a, a Jew hippie who actually probably didn't believe in a just war, to be honest. Yeah, I, well, I don't know, maybe. I mean, okay. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know the man personally, so I, I don't know. I've never read the Bible, so who gives a shit? But, We're uh, Catholic. We don't do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we don't do it. We have an Italian to do it for us. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have some fucking. <laughs> well, now he's Argentinian. We have this but... guy holding a marinara stained Bible, telling us <laughs> the secret recipe behind his mom's meatballs or whatever. <laughs> I see the Bible is just a list of recipes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, obviously, in ethics, right? Ethics is a big thing in philosophy. Sure. Right. We talk about what's right and wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, usually, we find ourselves in situations where it's it's fairly easy to figure out what the right ac- course of action is, right? Even if we don't have a theory to back it up, and even though a fucking, you know, uh, Poindexter like Socrates can po- poke holes in your theory of like, well, why is that just? What is justice? Blah, blah, blah. For the most part, our intuitions tell us what what's right and wrong, right? Socrates. Remember that guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But why? <laughs> what a bunch of contrarian fucking creeps philosophy is made out of <laughs> okay yeah every philosopher is if they were alive today they'd, they'd be like well the beatles aren't that great and you would go okay like whatever uh, what do you mean there impressive. are philosophers <laughs> alive today yeah but you know what i mean the important oh, the, ones. the famous ones the important ones the ones okay. that are if you're a philosopher and you're currently alive i gotta be honest i don't respect you i feel like you gotta be <laughs> you have to be dead but for, you said you're a philosopher 
Ben, do you, do I have any shred of self-respect? That's actually a, a, a solid example of a... I have <laughs> had a twin <laughs> bed for a decade. Yeah, but you got a new one, right? I finally got a new one. <laughs> You've been sleeping in a twin bed? I've had fucking shit on my teeth for fucking... Te- God, we suck. Yeah. Why do you listen to us? You. I don't know. <laughs> I the listener, you, now, why? Hey, <laughs> uh, Brenda, if you're listening, tell us why. Yeah, Kevin. Not not Pat's brother, Kevin. He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> I don't think he does. I'd be I'd be highly surprised. Be Kevin, who does the music for our podcast and has yeah. no website because he's a, a, a jackass. Um, okay. Warfare. Sure. Okay. So Warfare is exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the word that's what? used. It's exceptional. <laughs> what a thing to say. Because it, it, it is. It is <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a, rad as fuck. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Okay. Oh, here's the thing. All right. So. First of all, again, what is your opinion on war that, you know, Me? theoretically you should be able to do a moral war? But OK, so theoretically you could go. All right. We got to fight these guys. Why? Well, because. They're literally Nazis. And we have to kill them. Yeah. World, remember World War Two? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So you go. All right. Well, that seems like a pretty justifiable thing. Oh, yeah. also, their friends blew up our fucking Navy. That's not good. Yeah. I mean, talk about rude. They're fr- oh, the Japanese, they're friends. Yeah, they're pals. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're good pals. Okay. They're white supremacists yet are aligned with. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, war, that's, again, that's why war is, except- is exceptional. So it brings, <laughs> it brings different people together. So anyway, so my point is that. Yeah, in the worst, in the, for the worst possible reasons. My point it's is the that. The most confounding. For, I don't get it. Is that so we go, all right, cool. Let's. You know, we got to beat these bad guys up yeah. because they're Nazis and that's not good. Yeah. Uh, but it makes it made us team up with who ended up being our mortal enemy for another 50 years. Yeah. And so right? like, what happens is I don't know. I'm I mean, I don't I'm not an expert on World War Two. I'm sure that's surprising to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> they fucking like uh, they fucking. Full I'm sure America. I'm sure the, the U.S. Army did some questionable things. Yeah, uh, I mean, for, I mean, there, I can think of two really big things questionable yeah. they did during yeah. World War Two. Uh, yeah, just that's just to cap it off on that little nightcap at, at the, the end, tail end. Um, but like, I'm sure they did some atrocities. I'm sure there has to be, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm saying, my point is that when you're in the when you're in the shit, you know what I mean? When yeah. In the middle of this, you're not the last thing. You, I feel like with like warfare, if you're fighting some, if you're in World War Two, which I was not. <laughs> for full disclosure yeah yeah not just I'll, so you guys know we we are not world war ii veterans no was right? never an active participant yeah so um i have to imagine like probably the first like week you're there you're like yeah dude this is for uncle sam and the boys and then after like two weeks you're like oh this sucks this sucks and so even though you're like well this is just what i have to do like i feel like if if there's bad guys shooting at you and you're shooting back you're not doing it like Hey, I'm gonna kill fascists. You're just like, I just don't want to get shot yeah, in the head. Yeah, exactly. By some guy, and he doesn't want to get shot in the head. Yeah. So he's trying to shoot me in the head. This sucks. Yeah. So you kind of forget about what you're. I mean, I don't know. I, I have to imagine. It's like whenever people do this thing where there's like you, there's flag burning. Yeah. You know, with yeah. which you're an active participant in. I guess. I'm ben not, burns. No, I'm not. Every <laughs> Saturday night, Ben burns the flag of every single country just just, just <laughs> to make sure. 
that it's fair. It's which is admirable on your part. Actually, so that's, all right, yeah. Whenever I'll, I'll pe- admit to that, even though I actually have never done it, I don't know why I'd admit to it. Sure. But well, you know, <laughs> so making my, that up. My point, Ben, is that like whenever there's flag burning and people are like, "You shouldn't do that," and you go, "Well, what about freedom of speech and expression?" and then they go, "Yeah, but people died for this," and it's like, I don't, I, I can't imagine there's one single dude mm-hmm. who's fighting in the middle of a war and they're like. Yeah, I'm doing this for the flag. Like, who the, they don't give a shit about a flag. It's a flag. Yeah. Okay. So stop shooting at me. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right. Hey, so you're not doing for so here's Nazi the thing. Germany. Cut it out. <laughs> They're trying to shoot me in the head. Yeah. That's what my brain is. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. So what is your position? Undecided. Okay. Well, yeah. So, well, I mean, me too. Uh, I I don't know. So let's start. Sussing this out. Ugh. Okay, first. I hate first. sussing. First things first. Uh, I so Papa freaks all the honeys. <laughs> quoting rap songs. Do you remember the notorious B.I.G.? I do I remember them? But <laughs> it's just not okay. Well, like we'll get into this. This is all. This is actually a very, very it's relevant topic. Rapper. Yeah, uh, in a, in a, every respect. But let's get started. So first, to frame the debate. So just war theory is uh, is. Specifically, it's it's already taking uh, some assumptions. It's basically saying that war can be and theoretically is just, uh, but it's only just under what circumstances. Uh, and just war theory is trying to figure out what like what criteria or what like bare minimums do you have to meet for you to to wage a just war. Okay. Now, there's a lot of people who don't agree with the very premise of just war. That they believe that it's not possible. Sure. Okay. Now, there's two types of people who who disagree with this. Number one, which is usually the one that it's the one that kind of has the best response to just war theory, is just pacifism. It basically yeah. says that warfare is so destructive and so horrific that you can't uh, you can't really claim any sort of moral ground once you start engaging in it. And therefore, the best course of action is to just say, no, we're not going to engage in warfare. Yeah. So I agree with that. Uh, However, I will say I think that's a little um, I mean, in a perfect world. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. Right. So it's a little utopian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that's not how it happens. Like, you know, you can't just even. (laughs) I mean, you can be pacifist as shit. But then when someone bombs, yeah, when someone fucking bombs you or someone's trying to like rape your fucking family. Yeah. Like, you have to do something, right? Like, yeah, that's I our mean, impulse. That's yeah. our intuition. Okay. You got to kick some ass. Now, the other side of, of they're sort of, they they both agree that just war cannot exist. Uh-oh. Like, it doesn't exist in a moral capacity. Oh, man. Uh, but these people are the kind of the opposite of pacifists. They basically say <laughs> war is a depraved state that humans get into, that th- it, there's just no hope of... Like setting, there's no there's no hope of legislating and enforcing guidelines to keep people from being shitty in warfare because warfare is so extreme that it's just it's it's there's no hope. It's just the worst thing in the world. But well, you, sa- you said it was exceptional earlier, so I feel like you're no not exceptional. So here's the thing: I'm when I say the word exceptional, there's two meanings to it. Exceptional means good. Why do you love war so much? Is the question I I have. don't. Well. Exceptional can mean good, like oh, that's that was an exceptional, uh, an exceptional sauce that I made, right? 
I made an exceptional barbecue sauce. Exceptional sauce. sauce. Yeah, sauce Let's start a band and call it Exceptional <laughs> Sauce. <laughs> All right, it's, that sounds like a jam band. So never mind. I yeah, that I want sounds. No, like I want shit. no part in it. Um, jam bands. Jam band music is the worst music in the world. I'm saying that. Yeah. Just so you guys know, just so you know where we stand on that. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. My thing about jam bands is that like, <clears throat> fish is garbage. I'm yeah. sorry. The Grateful Dead, garbage. Uh, fucking I can't. Disco biscuits, garbage. Disco biscuits. Yeah. They're jam band. Umphreys McGee, garbage. I was forced to listen what? to this in college. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that used to be a. Th- I don't know if that's it a sucks. thing anymore, but for a minute there on college campuses, it was just jam bands and hacky sack and yeah, just fucking ugh. Literally, why this is why everyone should be drafted to fight in Vietnam, but uh, <laughs> to get rid of the jam bands. <laughs> to get rid of the jam. Well, bands the thing about jam sacks. <laughs> I'll say this about, about a jam band is that like I think they can sometimes write songs that are good, but like. When you just start jamming on it, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, it's just like, oh, great. You're just, I'm just watching this guy musically masturbate. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Dave Matthews, I've got work in the morning. <laughs> Hurry it up. <laughs> Hurry right. up this concert. All right, so let's get back to this real quick. So the opposite side of pacifism is basically, it's just, it's just called realism. And it's these people who basically say that. <laughs> what? That's kind of a smug thing to call yeah, yourself. Yeah, they're because they're keeping it real. Um. Yeah, so your theory's okay, but I'm a realist, so... Well, here's the thing. They both agree that uh, war cannot exist as a moral category. There's no there's no debate to be had. I'm a realist. Oh, real oh. handsome. Yeah, sure. Bitch. <laughs> okay, but are you are you real buff and real aggressive and aggro, bruh? Not really. No? Okay, because these guys basically say that all of humanity <laughs> has this latent weakness... Uh, towards violence and it's just a fact of life and when it becomes collectivized yeah and when it targets a specific group of people uh and a, an entire community kind of comes together to engage in violence like like targeted measured violence that's war basically that's how they define war yeah when that happens it's it's a chain reaction and it goes it's a train that goes completely off the rails and there's no containing it there's no hope of containing it <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. basically just this really shitty phenomenon that happens because humans are garbage and there's no point in trying to like contain it or moderate it or legislate it or try to calm it down. But what about all the monkey wars? Monkey wars. What? You know about this? No. What? Yeah, there's like monkey wars sometimes. There's fights between tribes and groups of monkeys. I'm talking about war, dude. <laughs> you don't know about this? Well, no. I mean, I guess it could be called war, but okay, go, go. What so there's like about? all this stuff. Well, I can only think of one spe- one specific example, uh, and I don't re- remember much about it. But uh, I just remember reading about like monkey wars and stuff. Like basically, like these these people were like just observing these monkeys, and they were just these different groups. They were just these different tribes of monkey, I guess. Yeah, Not tribes, but different groups of monkey, just fighting. Are you talking having about a chimps? war with chimpanzees? Yeah, I said yeah. Yeah, I guess I said monkeys, but. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what? Fuck you. I hate when people do that shit. Oh, when you say monkey. Oh, do you mean um a this version of They're whatever? apes. They're chimpanzees. They're apes. Okay, whatever. You know what it's the fuck I You know both, what I meant? They're both primates. Yeah. But monkeys refer to a very specific, uh, uh, what's it called, order within primates. Yeah, but you know what I mean when I say monkey war. You probably don't because that's an insane thing to hear. Well, My <laughs> point is that <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Crazy. No, because people, like, people go, I don't like being corrected about monkeys. Oh, actually, you're thinking of... Yeah, but chimps. you're wrong, though. If you're calling a chimp a monkey, you're wrong. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Who cares? 
I don't know, man. It's, I do. Okay. Why? Because you don't care about monkeys. Because it makes you don't a care difference. about anything. Well, that's a different. That's a different question. <laughs> that's a different topic. My point is that sometimes there was an emu. Well, I guess the emu war was between humans. That and was emus. humans and emus. What a weird and thing. The humans lost. <laughs> yeah, <Did> kind you? of. <laughs> yeah, not not by force, but more by like they just couldn't do it. Yeah, As, imagine losing to a to a not even a group of people. <laughs> E- emus yeah, in Austra- I think a by group bl- of, a group of Australian flightless. emus flightless yeah <laughs> I say flightless birds I'll repeat that flightless. flightless they did not have an air force I believe <laughs> I believe it was in Australia that emu yeah, war yeah an industrial nation yeah there was like several emu wars in Australia I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're doing down there I don't know why the emus are so mad but there's a th- well, there's I don't think the emus were really doing anything I think they were just they were they were kind of just pests, right? And so yeah. I think I think that the Australians were just trying to get rid of them, and they just were too many. <laughs> so you know what, Ben? It's, it's, it's like what the fuck? It's like a wise man once said: sometimes there's just too many emus. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can't you can't win them all. Hey, it's Australia, baby. Yeah. All right. So the realists they basically say that there's no hope of of coming up with an ethical theory to contain war. Okay? Sure. Now, what do you think? I, Mr. Smarty Pants. I, I, so here's the thing. I'm sort of like a little bit in their camp, not fully. I kind of understand because humans are garbage and we're always going to be shitty to each other. Yeah. And we're also extremely smart. We're way too smart. We're way too organized. We're way too violent. We're that is kind of way a, too emotional. Yeah. We have, we, we love vendettas. We love revenge. We're greedy. We're, uh, scared all the time. I mean, we're just always going to be at war, always. Uh, and with the like mental and physical resources at our <laughs> at our fingertips, we'll always make war something so fucking unconscionably bigger than anyone can handle. Yeah, it is kind of strange to be that advanced as a species, but still, like, there's tw- like probably. 10 times a week I want to murder someone. Yeah. And like I'm not going to because of you know there's a multitude of reasons to be honest with you why yeah. I haven't committed murder yet. But I feel like it's so crazy to be that advanced. We went to the moon. But yeah. We still kill people. Well, that's an interesting the moon, thing. That's, yeah, I know, right? And we even that was kind of out of a sense of competition. We we're, were being like Whoa, fuck you guys. We didn't yeah. go to the moon to be like, "Oh, we're going to learn something." There's yeah. nothing to learn. It's a fucking moon. You're just going to be like, "Oh, well, it's a moon. Okay, mission's accomplished." <laughs> we just did it because the the GD Ruskies, yeah, remember they're yeah. trying to start shit, and we just did it to not look silly, basically. Yeah, we, we because made, they you made know us what, look silly first. We showed them. <laughs> yeah, we did, and then, and then we never did it again. <laughs> yeah, like, that's how much it shows that we don't really give a shit about going to the moon. When do you think the last? What was the last time we went to the moon? Like 1974 or something. 74. Like that. Yeah. Do you know what happened? I read about this. This is nuts. What happened? Uh. I think like one of the last uh, m- like, um, man or manned missions to the moon where they landed on the moon, uh, a couple of the astronauts got got popped. They got in trouble for, um, conspiring to uh like, this is so weird. What they brought these stamps on these letters, uh, to the moon with them. Okay. Because this stamp collects these like this cartel of stamp collectors paid them. A cartel of yeah, stamp Yeah, basically collectors. paid them like 17,000, 17 large uh, each 
to carry these. Was Michael Park one of the? Yeah, he was one of the astronauts. Hey, I'm on. I can't. And I can't work at the valve this weekend. I'm on the moon. Yeah, disgraced right. astronaut. <laughs> what a fall from grace that would yeah, be Michael to be Park. once an astronaut and now you're like the door guy. A Barker at yeah. Barker at comedy club. Be bad. Yeah, a semi-successful comedy club. Now, <laughs> now let's be honest. <laughs> Philosophy but, is about being honest. But, but these, so these guys, they were basically paid by these uh, like high-end stamp collectors because they had these like limited edition like moon commemorative like moon stamps. Yeah, and they're like, if you like, we're gonna put these on this on the on these letters. You're gonna take them to the moon and then just bring them back, and just by doing that, it skyrockets the price, right? Oh wow! So basically, they're paying them off to make these stamps super valuable. Because as the carried, you know, they're going to sell them, they're going to flip them as like these were actually take, taken to the moon. Uh, and NASA caught wind of it and fucking like stripped them of their clearances and shit. Really? Yeah, because they were like, you can't do that. I mean, <laughs> it is kind of. I mean, it's shady. Yeah. Like, but it's, also it's, it's like. self-serving. Too. Well, well, yeah, but it's a, it's a side hustle, man. It is a side Why hustle. Not? But it was a side hustle on arguably like. I mean, it's a side hustle on government. You know, there's so many, dime, there's but, so many things going on there. Yeah. Taxpayer money is going into it. It's very, very symbolic. Dude, do you know what I would do if I was an astronaut? And one day I will be. Uh, and I went to the moon. Yeah. Okay? If I was Neil Armstrong, right? Mm-hmm. Walking on the moon at the time of my life. Uh, I would go up there and I, they, 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 my first words would just, I would land on the moon. And I'd do that whole one small step for a man, mm-hmm. one giant leap for mankind. Brought to you by Nike. So you'd be yeah. So you'd you'd shill too. Yeah. Hey yeah. Nike, give me two million dollars. <sighs> this is gonna be the most watched ad that you've ever had. All right. So NASA, yeah. let's get this going. Okay. Sure. But also, it's like, why not do the whole stamp bit? That's hilarious. I mean, it is hilarious, and I don't think it's I don't think it's like evil or wrong or anything, but. Uh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> what a weird thing. Well, but like you know, they're astronauts. Stamps they're, they're, of all things. Yeah, I know. They're they're like put to such a high standard. They're like national heroes and all this shit. And it's just like weird to have them be like, oh, well, you know, we're also like side well, hustling. How about this? How about I'm being blasted? I'm leaving the planet. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want. I just. That's such a risk to leave the 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 yeah okay. the atmosphere. Look, I don't. Earth? I don't have a moral dog in this fight. I just thought it was. They're going to the, There's story. no McDonald's on the moon. It sucks up there. Not yet. Oh, there will be. I'm sure at some point. <laughs> Not yet. At some point. Okay, there. we have to get through this. So, uh, look, all right. Um, so, <laughs> okay. So there's that. So carved out of the middle of this debate is there are people who I I I guess I'm sort of one of these people who agrees with just war theory, but with a lot of fucking tweaks and edits and stipulations. Okay. Okay. But basically, I and I don't know. Tell me if you agree with this. I think it is possible for, you know, sometimes you have to engage in warfare. Sure. All right? You have to be involved in this thing that happens because right. it sucks. Why not try to regulate it somehow? Okay? Regulate it morally. Kind of come up with some guidelines, some rules. Well, yeah, they have that old the Geneva, the Geneva Convention. Yeah. Okay, very good point. Okay, so that is basically a reflection of just war theory. Okay. It's basically these these there's a list kind of a list of like uh, uh, of like prerequisites for it to be a just war. You know, what's interesting is that some people say that there is no such thing as justice. <laughs> what they say, Ben, 
is that there's just us. I know. Okay. What do you so think? Do you here's, agree? Here's what's here's what's interesting. What is interesting? <laughs> fucking you fucking prick. What like what? What do you mean? <laughs> Just talk about wisdom, dude. Uh so justice does enter into it. And Hell actually, yes it does. Justice is a <laughs> I fucking love justice. <laughs> the dude. word justice comes from Latin for just. Jus. Okay. What? Which is law. Oh. It's like yeah, when you get a juris doctor, that's kind of a version of that word. Okay, so that's why this so this theory, just war theory, is divided up into three parts. The okay. Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. So the Santa Maria, yeah. Yeah, it's those three. That, it's exactly those three. <laughs> oh, man. All what right, a so fun time I'm having. The first part is the Nina. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's up with the Nina? Okay. So, okay, I'm going to I'm going to say them in Latin because this theory is actually kind of as old as 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 that. It's just, it, it was kind of it was kind of started by Cicero, and then it's been tweaked ever since. Cicero? Yeah. He's a Roman dude. I know who he is. He got murdered, like most Romans do, because they fucking mouth off. They <laughs> love. There's nothing that the ancient Romans love more than getting murdered. <laughs> yeah. And, like, a... By spectacular like, way yeah like by like yeah through some sort some form of conspiracy with like a knife you et know t- remember when julius caesar was like et tu et brute, brute. Yeah, i bet that fucking cut deep yeah i bet that cut deep in those goddamn knives they used <laughs> yeah i'd be i'd be a show ashamed <laughs> you know he was stabbed he was stabbed so many times how many like 30 times wow because it's the entire senate they all brought a knife with them <laughs> and they just it was that oh i didn't yeah, know because it was a conspiracy they were just like yeah everyone bring it was your the knife. entire senate I don't know if it was the entire Senate, but it was like a lot of them. It Can was you like imagine? A good, it was a good number of them. <laughs> to get murdered <laughs> by just a bunch of senators. Yeah, well. That'd be so bad. Well, he, he was. I mean, yeah, he was. Just Ted Cruz shows up and <laughs> stabs <laughs> Julius Caesar. Literally U.S. senators. That. <laughs> et, et tu, Ted Cruz. God. Anyway. You know, you, you know, do you know why his name is Ted Cruz? He just fucking cruises to victory, baby. I guess so. As a, a Cruz supporter, what do you say to that? Uh, I mean, I didn't vote for him, but I know that you know, that's going to be No, I didn't, I didn't vote for him. Hmm, weird. wonder yeah. why I said that. I wonder why I thought that. I don't know. I didn't vote for him. I voted for that fucking uh, vanilla ice cream cone. Beto. Beto, yeah. Um, but anyway, all right, so we got to get back to this. So <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so there's three, there's three sections of Just War Theory. Okay. Jus ad bellum. Jus in bello and oh. juice post bellum okay okay so that translates to uh basically lo- uh like law leading up to war law in war and law after war okay okay so basically it's these these three sections of like there are these prerequisites of what you have to like go through to make sure that your war is just going leading up to war like so declaring war you have to make sure that everything's legit once you're engaged in warfare you have to make sure that there are uh, that you're like meeting these these criteria and then after the war is over you also have responsibility as someone who has started the war to you know clean up after make sure everything's all right yeah right make sure everything's everyone's gets an even shake okay so <laughs> that's which is like that's what i call it uh after i finish uh peeing yeah an even shake. An e- I, I go an even shake and i say it out loud every time yeah. and sometimes in public and people don't like it. Yeah. You know who else doesn't like it? Uh, I, I turn to the guy next to me. Civilians I go, hey. in Iraq and Afghanistan. I turn to the guy next to me. I go, what's shaking, brother? Nah, I'm kidding. So here's an interesting, here's an interesting thing. What? Uh, 
so for like basically two millennia, this this like theory had these two parts, the f- the first and the second ones, the uh, law leading up to war and law in war, <laughs> and then they only very recently started adding this these like other lists of like how to, uh, you know, manage a reconstruction after a war. <laughs> You know why that was that's been included? Uh, why? Because of the debacle in Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> that recent. It's in response to why to what we did, basically. Whoa! Because it was such a fucking fiasco. It was that. Yeah. Because really. <laughs> yeah, because like you know, direct engagement, like military engagement with the enemy or whatever, was over pretty quickly, fairly quickly. Well, yeah, yeah. Chris Rock has an amazing joke about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? Did you ever see that one? No. We talked about the Iraq war uh, and all that. I saw him do this in, in New York City many, many, many years ago uh-huh. where he said it was done in like two weeks. And the joke is like you couldn't take over the Bronx in two weeks. Like, Oh, yeah. Bullshit. But is that – wait, was that about – that was about the the Iraq war? Yeah, baby. So here's the thing. is Also because that fucking idiot who uh, – uh, <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, uh, Commander Chief. George W. Bush. Yeah. Hey, that's 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 our president you're talking about, friend. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember when he declared he declared victory by flying? Oh, he flew a, in flying a jet plane. Yeah. And wearing that fucking outfit. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal. I remember at the time being like, "This is so dumb." But like <laughs> thinking back on it, that kind of it's really funny a little like, bit. Like clearly, I mean, I you know, it's clearly a war that I uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think we should have. Yeah, no, we or it was uh, poorly handled, uh, I guess, by him. But the idea of him doing that now is so funny. Him just, <laughs> I know how to fly a plane. Yeah. He's just like, whoa, it's the president. And it's like, yeah. And then also he got he got a shoe thrown in his head. <laughs> he did, which is a big deal. Did we talk about that on yeah. this podcast about the whole shoe thing with Iraqis? I mean, I think that's kind of a Middle Eastern thing too. But go. Well, okay. Yeah. I think it's yeah. It may, may maybe it's 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 a whole Middle East thing. I don't I don't know, but in Iraq. Like looking at someone's like the sole of someone's shoe is like a big insult. Like, mm-hmm. like so, I I don't know why. So I knew at Maggiano's or it's insulting if you show your if you're insulting someone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when I, at Maggiano's uh, when I worked there, most of the kitchen staff were all Iraqi refugees, and they were saying that like that's why there's there were like problems with like training Iraqi soldiers because. You would like do that bit where you get down your stomach and you crawl underneath like barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to do that because some guy's shoes are in their face. Yeah. So it's basically like imagine like you're trying to train and some guy is just constantly giving you the finger and you're like, what the fuck? I didn't do anything. So like it was, it, it was a wild thing. So sometimes at work, um, I never, okay, I love the point. I never did this. This is Rob Riku who did this. Uh, oh my God, I remember that guy. Yeah, I haven't thought about him in forever. I got rules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he would, uh, uh, so Cajun, that guy. So Cajun. The Raging yeah. Cajun, as yeah. we call them at work. Uh, and so sometimes if he wanted to annoy uh, our friend, uh, I don't remember his name, but uh, he would just be talking to him, and then he would just lift his shoe up and just show him the <laughs> bottom of his shoe. And the guy would be like, what the fuck? He gets so mad. <laughs> God. Oh, Shlonek Habibi. So yeah, so imagine Mustaklik, like why why Habibi. What does that mean? I miss you a lot, my darling. Uh, in Arabic? Yeah. They I would Holy I would learn shit. stuff. I, yeah, I, I guess I kind of knew you knew 
little phrases in there. Just fra- there, just a few. Very, I, I don't remember a lot of them, but they would because sometimes I would walk into work and be like, "Hey, how do you say this?" And they tell me, and I'd just be like, "I can't fucking say that." So yeah. I could I could just remember some of the little ones. Yeah, Shlonek Bibi, how are you, darling? The end. The end. Shlonek Bibi. Shlonek Bibi. Shlonek Bibi. Shlonek Bibi. Yeah. So Shlonek Bibi, Mushtaq Kwai Kwai Habibi, and I don't remember. I don't God. remember the other ones. I used to know a lot. Well, not a lot, but I used to know a lot more than I do now. <laughs> On a very special episode of I Learn Nothing, Pat learns Arabic. Well, there was a, there was also the uh, the Algerian dudes that I worked with. They would teach me stuff too. Um, so, oh, this rules. So, do you know how? So, like that last one, we gotta we gotta. So, what you do is if you they they were bussers. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, um, if if I would have a bunch of plates in my hand but i had a lot of stuff to do like i had to get back to a table or grab a, a drink or something or whatever yeah if one of them was walking by i would just ask them to uh, to grab it and they would uh so they told me how to say that in uh in berber mm. and you say you, you know how to fucking say it? it's a wee wiggy doesn't that rule yeah you told me that a wee wiggy so sometimes <laughs> i would look at them and i would point at my crotch and go a wee wiggy and they just would fucking die laughing it means what again take this <laughs> is that rule <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to use that later. Um, yeah, that's a who. <laughs> that's a who. <laughs> a wee wiggy. A wee wiggy, yeah. Um, a wee uh, wiggy, Mdeckel. Take this, my friend. Mdeckel? Mdeckel means my friend. Huh, okay. So anyway. Tibushin means night's tits. Really? Yeah. All right. Write that down, folks. So Tibushin, a wee wiggy, and um, Mdeckel. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> Friendship. All right, so, uh, what? How, so, okay, so let's say you have to declare war, right? What do you think justifies you to declare war? Um, like, when would you not declare war? Let's say. Hmm. I I mean I, I can't possibly answer that question. <laughs> I that is such a weird question to be asked. I've never thought about. I I don't know. I think if um. I don't know, prank phone call from like a head of state. So, okay, so like a the head of a head of state prank phone calls you and I'm the president. And you're the president. So you're you're president Pat Dean, you're number 46. The dean man. Yeah, yeah. the dean man. And you're <laughs> and you're called by <laughs> the queen the queen of England calls you. Oh no, you. okay. The queen of England calls you Hell yeah. and taunts you. <laughs> man. And it is cutting. Devastating. Yeah. Um yeah. I would not declare war, but I would I would do something, I think. Yeah, but you wouldn't declare war. You know that. what I would do? Okay, I know exactly what I would do. Yeah. I would have a bunch of like like fighter jets. Mhm. Okay. Or maybe not even fight. Well, yeah, I guess they'd have to be fighter jets. I'd have them fly like high above London. Mhm. And then I would have them like blow shit up above London, okay? But all the explosions like when you see them together, they look like a middle finger. Okay, oh, so like a fireworks sort a of fireworks, yeah, thing? middle of about a giant middle finger, and, okay. I, and I'm like, this one's for you, England. But it, but it's a, it's it's dropped by a by like a wing of our fucking jet like fighter jets. Yep, the best. Okay, P- men who uh, ser- men and there's women in the air force, right? I think so. I don't probably know. men and women who just want to serve our country and defend it. I would make them give the Queen of England a middle finger through fireworks. Yeah, okay. And then trigger a, a, <laughs> trigger what is what must be a very deeply held fear of of <laughs> death and destruction from above. Sure. 
<laughs> yeah, that's in their DNA, dude. I know, yeah. They don't like it. They get real pissed. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> they get real pissed. Okay, well, that's that's what I would do. So that's <laughs> I don't think I don't think that I don't think you should start a, a, a war over a prank. But that's what you would do if she pranked phone called oh, you. Yeah, I would, you know what? If I was the president, I would prank everybody. I would prank just people. Fuck, what are they gonna do? I'm the president. Okay, do you think that maybe the- I'm <laughs> honestly surprised Donald Trump doesn't make prank phone calls. Like, it's just like, like I, I feel like I think well, he's just not fun enough. You know, he doesn't have an, an ounce of fun in his body. No, you know, like God, I hate that. Imagine if he had fun in his body. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be the president right now. He'd be right out but, having fun. Okay, so we have to get back to this. So you you unleashing this weird like fake uh, uh, bombing attack on England. Yeah, right. Something that they have, their history has 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 dealt with that traumatically. Yeah. All right. You, do you think that's maybe a little disproportionate to? <laughs> To what she did? Well, yeah, but that's how pranks work. Like, um, so you escalate. Well, that's what you have to do. I okay. mean, like, I working also at Magian, I was this fucking guy named Adon. Uh, so he, I forget what he did. He just said something I didn't like mm. in front of everybody. So I took a, a bunch of marinara sauce and put it on his white shirt that we all had to wear. You, like, dumped it on him? Yeah. Okay, that's... Which uh, wasn't really a prank. It's more like a retaliation. Yeah, that's just a blind... Violent, not violent, necessarily, but... but you gotta, dude. It's a kitchen. You gotta do that shit. You can't back down. Okay, so this is actually a good point. Okay, people are gonna fuck with you if you. Why if can't you, you back down? Because everyone else sees a. First of all, you're gonna let a Don do that shit to you. That guy sucked. Okay. Uh, so there's that. But also, if people <laughs> in the kitchen see you do that, and they see that you don't do anything, they're gonna be like, "Well, we're just gonna fuck with this guy now." We we'll just walk all over you. Yeah. This. Yeah. Okay. So. Now take that example, sure, and uh, let's shift it over to instead of <laughs> instead of dumping marinara on his shoulder. What if you just fucking killed him? Yeah, I mean that would be. Uh, I don't think that'd be the right thing to do, <laughs> but okay, yeah, but, be, uh, yeah, that, I, yeah. You know what? I I thought about it. I don't think it's the right thing to do. I don't okay. think we should kill a Don. Ah, Don wasn't so bad actually. Now I think about it. Right, but what if everyone? will completely disrespect you for the rest of your life if you don't kill him. Um, Not only in that restaurant, but every single job you get afterwards. You're just a doormat. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't think I could, I could kill a human being for that. I feel like that'd be a bit much. I think I would just keep throwing marinara at people. Okay. Fuck you. I'm not going to take that shit from you. All right. So I would bring marinara to my accounting job or whatever it is I do in this timeline, and I would throw marinara at people. Okay. So that is basically an illustration of just cause and also proportionality. I thought I was pretty just. So there's two things. <laughs> my there's, response. There's several, there's several like criteria, right? So in, in leading up to war, you have to have a just cause. You have to have a good reason to go to war, right? They have to have... The the people who you're fighting against, who you're declaring war on, has to do something to you that's really fucked up. Speaking of just causes, Ben, uh-huh. this episode of Vile or Nothing is brought to us. We finally have a sponsor for this thing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So we finally- Kurgis. What Kurgi. do you say to that? Kurgis. That's what I said. <laughs> no, you didn't. You said Kurgis. Kurgis? <laughs> you can, you called You called the president of the company to, to make sure- I called the man. I interrupted him. It's his birthday today. I interrupted his birthday dinner. I, did, I didn't tell you that when I called him. Yeah. You asked him. <laughs> I called him to make sure I was saying the sponsor name right. And he was like, he was, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm at dinner for, and I was like, oh, it's yeah. your birthday. Yeah. And he's, and what did he say? How is it pronounced? 
Kyrgyz. I got it now. <laughs> Kyrgyz, friends. Kyrgyz. What the heck is a Kyrgyz, you might be saying to yourself? Friends, don't worry. I've got all the info you need. It's a slipper. It's a divine. Ugh. I'm wearing one right now. Divine I'm wearing slipper. two. You know what? I'm showing Ben the bottom of my Kyrgyz right now. Right. And I, I'm flipping out. It's a, it's a huge shine. Shine. It's a shoe shine of disrespect. <laughs> that one right there. If you go to, uh, uh, if you want to get the best folks some of the best slippers you've ever had in your worthless life why don't you go to kirgies.com ben kirgies.com uh go to kirgies.com all right find find the the royal lilacs that's the one that i got yeah i got uh, just the classic yeah k y r g i e s can you tell this is the first time we've been sponsored <laughs> Well, we shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm actively telling them now that they should yeah. sponsor us. But uh, go to that, my friends. You might be saying to yourself, Pat, what the in hell these is this? <laughs> harsh times that we live in, how could I possibly be expected to afford such a indulgence? Well, guess what, stupid? If you use the promo code, all caps, nothing, nothing. you'll receive a 15% discount. On your slippers. On your first pair of Kyrgyz. Your first pair. These these slippers, I tell you, man, they life changing. They kiss your feet. Uh, they they caress <laughs> your soul. They caress those souls. Yep. See, well, I, I I just d- pointed to Pat. I have a pair on my feet. I got a pair on my hands. That's just what I do. Yeah. I, that's how much I like them. So yeah, they're uh, they're very comfy. I wear. I actually honestly do wear them. <laughs> Yeah, I do cool. too. I mean, they're fantastic. Yeah. The color that I have uh, is very festive. Sure. Uh, I walk around in them and I say, "What's up?" Yeah, These are they're Kyrgyz. like purple, right? They're purple. That they're rolls. deep purple. Mine are blue. Yeah, uh, These are fantastic, folks. But also, here's the deal. So let's say you have like a, a friend who's like super annoying and super woke and super like, but consumerism. You know, mm-hmm. you got to buy this son of a so and so something for his birthday. Yeah. Get them Kyrgyz. You know why, Ben? Because they're woke as fuck. They're they're very woke. This group of 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 of, of people. Uh, basically, the way this works in Kyrgyzstan, yeah. These these, these ladies, these ladies, uh, they 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 work in this art collective. Uh, nine out of ten of the people that work there are women uh, who are paid a, a living wage. Yeah, uh, encouraging financial independence. Yeah, they literally do. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Uh, it's like the one of the poorest countries in Asia. Yeah, we have so, no idea where it is, but we. No, I don't know. Yeah, I'll never look it up either, <laughs> to be honest with you. But if you don't do this, you're basically you're a bad person. A bad person. <laughs> if you don't go to Kyrgyz.com and use. The promo code in all caps for some reason, uh, nothing. That's how all promo codes work. They're always on in all caps. But it's so funny to type the word nothing in all caps. <laughs> like, how do you feel? Nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel nothing. Yeah. So, uh, but it's like, uh, here's a promo code. It's like, apply promo code. Nothing. Yeah. And it's like, you just saved uh, $10 on, yeah. your, on your purchase. On your thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, 15% discount. You're helping out. Uh, a just cause and a just company. Yeah, and I'm gonna be honest. If we don't hit a certain quota of this, they're gonna take my car, which I just washed. Well, I didn't wash it. John Raven did. They're gonna take my thumbs. Do you know that we went to this like abandoned car wash? Is it the one on 51st or or North Loop or whatever? No, 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 no. It's a airport in MLK. 
There's this place. It's called. It's literally called the Car Wash of MLK, and there's uh-huh. no one there. I don't understand how it works. And then down, literally down the road. How did you pay for it? Did you pay for quarters, it? Quarters, baby. And then um, you literally a two minute walk down the road. There's a different car wash. Okay. I mean that that's weird. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, look. The I don't point know. Of, I mean, <laughs> the point of what I'm trying to say. Kyrgyz.com, use a code, nothing, all caps, 15%. Yeah. You're helping the world, you don't, idiot. Don't be sexist, all right? Yeah, also, I know that, you know, you when, when, when these guys came to us and they told us uh, how beneficial it is uh, to uh, the women of the poorest country in Asia, Ben kind of dragged his feet. You, I mean, no, that's the not true. I was, I was relieved because I was like, thank God. Now we don't have to talk about a women philosopher. Now, yeah, yeah. now finally. I got the, my creds. The, 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 the stench of sexism is off of uh, yeah. our friend Ben Sholock <laughs> for doing this. Damn so, spot has been outed. So do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. In all honesty, I'm going to break into your house and I'm going to order. I'm going to order <laughs> these slippers. <laughs> I mean, Christmas is coming up in, you know, eight months, so get a head start. <laughs> or, or Pat will do it for you. I'll do it. I don't care. What do I care? <laughs> okay. Do whatever I want. Now. <laughs> Who are we talking about? <laughs> War. Oh, right. <laughs> and and <laughs> atrocities. Just buy the slippers. <laughs> Just do it. Why haven't you done it yet? Look, uh, hold on. Don't do it yet. Do it after this episode. No, right? do it right now. We have a lot to talk about. If you're driving... Do it. We still have a lot to cover. Take out your phone Pat. while you're driving. <laughs> you if you're at work, <laughs> if you're in the middle of a meeting with your CEO, stand up and say, hey, CEO, I got three words for you. See you later. And then go get them and then come back because, you know, it's your job. You only have to do 30 seconds. <laughs> and you're like, this is like two minutes. <laughs> it's just fun to yell. It's just fun to yell. All right. Well, I mean, how much more stuff do you have to talk about? A lot. It's war. Ah. Oh! Okay, I'm gonna. I'm trying to go fast. It's like an hour. You keep fucking. I, yeah, this podcast is an hour. Believe it or not. But we have more to talk about. How much more? A okay, lot. I'm gonna go through it quickly. Shut we, up. Should we do it? Stop two- whining. I'm not. But should we do a two parter? Or should we? What, what do you think? Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess we should do it. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't know if you can do it all in one. I don't care. I'm just wondering. Let's just fucking go through this. All right. Okay. All right. Can, I'm yeah, just gonna I'm... list the fucking requirements. All right. Ugh. We got. We got just cause. Yeah, you know, I'd be like a good to reason. point out. I'm this never is why. Gonna, this is why I'm we can't do it. I'm never going to be in a position to start a war. I'm not, okay. No, fine. No, but, none of our listeners. Are. Okay, fine. But you're still going to be. You're possibly. We're definitely going to be in a position where we have to fight in one. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So fucking listen, because yeah, yeah. this talks about not only how you declare war, how the higher ups do it, but what do you do? In I have war? Tourette syndrome. I don't think they'd let me be in the army. No, they're going to need you. They're going to need every fucking body. No way. I have Tourette, I, I, you know. That's not going to save you. I got the gout, dude. That's not going to save you. I'm fucking doing this shit. All right, listen, shut Stay up. Stay at home. All right. Play the bass. There has to be a good reason for there to, for there to be a war to be declared. What? Right? You have to have a good reason to declare war. Oh, I got a good reason Or right start now. fighting. It doesn't even have to be that, all right? So let me just get through this. Stop fucking interrupting me. Fuck. God. <laughs> Stop. Nothing. Nothing ever gets better. We got sponsorship, and now, and now I still, I'm, I'm even madder. Look, just cause. Okay, there's that. So the war has to be declared oh, by a legitimate man. authority. All right, this is up to debate. Right, it's a, one of the stipulations has to be a, a, a legitimate authority. It can't be like it can't be started by any paramilitary uh, uh, fronts. It can't be just like people fighting. Right, it can't just be like a fucking uh, gang war or a brawl. Like that's not a legitimate way to start a war. It has to be some sort of 
political entity that has to start it. Uh, and a lot of people have a lot of problems with this, and I, I also agree with that. This stipulation is bullshit because it sort of precludes revolutionary wars uh, and wars of liberation as being just wars. Oh, I will say I think the revolutionary war is pretty just. Yeah, but according to just war theory, it wouldn't be a just war because it wasn't started by a legitimate authority. Really? Yeah, because it, it, the colonies, you know, they... So then it goes into wh- how you define, uh, you know, legitimate th- sovereignty, basically. Like, if we're the colonies, the 13 colonies... The, the best ones, to be the honest best with ones. you. The best ones. I think we should have stopped at 13. Uh, I don't have an opinion on that because that's fucking ridiculous. What? I, I don't I, know. <laughs> I mean, maybe a lot of people would probably agree with you. South like, Dakota? Who fucking needs it? <laughs> well, okay. What do they ever do? Uh, I don't know, man. Shut the fuck up. What? I mean, well, what, what about California? What did they ever do? Well, only only sustain a fifth of our fucking economy. Okay, but think of all the bad movies that have been made. Most of them made there. So think about that, Ben. You're Check a, and Nate. You're a simpleton. Look, uh... <laughs> Well, I never, I've never denied that. <laughs> okay. Um, so the legitimate authority. So this is the one of the main ones that's up to question. Uh, proportionality is a really big one. <laughs> okay. You have to like be, you have to make sure that the, the result of this war or what happens in this war or that war is actually like a legitimate response to this. Yeah. So like you you know, sending these fake bombs over England and and traumatizing everyone there because the Queen sent you a shitty phone call or a shitty text. That's disproportionate, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't kill anyone. I would just give her the middle finger with fireworks. Okay, but let's say you did kill kill everyone. Let's Uh-oh. say you just bombed England over that. <laughs> I just it was it, they just caught me on the wrong day. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Um. Well, that's would you bad. say that's disproportionate, right? Yeah. Okay. So and then the last one is uh, necessity. This is a big one. If you're going to declare war, it has to be the last fucking option. It has to be after every single other like option fails. Diplomacy, uh, marinara. Uh, oh, yeah. The yeah. marinara incident. Yeah. <laughs> and Machianos. Right. So it has to be the last, the last resort. Okay? So that's leading up to war. Now, when you're in war, you have to... Um, oh, also, <laughs> last thing. With uh, leading up to war, you have to make sure also that there's a decent chance of success. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're like getting all pissed off and you're you're gonna be like I'm gonna fight England over this, uh, and it's like let's say instead of you being the president, you're just still the Booker of the Velveeta Room. Oh no. And you're like really pissed off at the Queen, and you're like I'm gonna fight them, and you recruit maybe like Sam Castillo, and like <laughs> yeah, and, like Michael Sam, Park, and Michael maybe, Park, and maybe like. Uh, that and annoying uh, guy next door, who's the, uh, the yeah the guy the with the barker, tail, who's the guy always, with the tail. Yeah, there's a guy at this at the at that um, uh, Korean barbecue place next door, mm. which the food's very good, but uh, I want to kill the guy who's the barker, and he's just constantly getting punched in the face by people. Yeah, he's just kind of a dick, so people are always punching him. It's very yeah, strange. He's just a goofy. He's a goofy piece of shit. So I would make him. He's like help. your general. He's like your top general. Let's oh say. no. Okay. okay, fine. As you recruit Fuck. maybe a ragtag group of people to go and fight the United Kingdom. That is more rag than tag, my friend. Yeah. So, do you have a good chance of winning? Do you think? I uh, man. Even if it was justified, even if what the Queen said to you was like so fucked up, like super mean. Yeah, that like, you like can't let it go. Man, um, and everyone agrees with you. Hmm. Um, I gotta say, I, our chance of success. Yeah, they're probably not that great. Yeah. 
So don't you think that's a little immoral if you lead these people into certain death? But sometimes you got to take a chance. Okay. Take a chance on so life. So that's, that's why that, that one stipulation is also kind of uh, up to debate. Because a reasonable chance of winning is kind of a fluid concept. Because maybe you're not going to strike a decisive blow right away. But what if you just engage in guerrilla warfare taxi- tactics like constantly for like 40 years hmm. until they finally succumb? <laughs> I, I take down the crown? Yeah, you take down the crown. Uh, I'm you, taking you, down you the t- crown. You take the crown. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but it, but it, but I it, don't see, I, I don't think we'd be able to sustain that for 40 years. I feel like. Uh, yeah, and it's also at a cost of millions of lives. And also, like, I bet even though, like, he doesn't, what, what if that tail guy who's fighting with us, he never gets killed, but he's just constantly being punched in the face <laughs> by the other soldiers. He just annoys the hell out of them. Uh, do you think? Do you think he deserves that much punishment? Yes. Really? Do you think he's really that shitty? I hate that guy. You think he deserves to be punched in the face for forty years? He didn't die. <laughs> okay, yeah. but maybe that's worse. Isn't if that he worse? quit, I wouldn't care. All right, fine. So, so okay, let's get past that part. But anyway, it sucks. Uh, yeah, it has to be. You have to have a good chance of winning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So finally, we're getting into this, and this is like the meat of it. Uh, jus in bello. It's basically conduct in war. Sure. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on there. One of them is this principle of discrimination of combatants versus non-combatants. You have to be able to discriminate these people. Well, clearly, yeah. Clearly. But is it as easy as you think it is? Oh, I don't think it's easy at all. Okay. Yeah, it is not. <laughs> and that's why there's a huge problem with it. Well, uh, I'll say this, though. That's how I know. Well, man, maybe that war that me, Sam Castillo, Michael Park, and the other door guy are planning yeah. might be a just war because we I can tell I'll just go there and punch everybody. Because they're all English. Okay, but no, but it's not because those the English people who you punch who had nothing to do with the Queen sending you that fucking text. Yeah. They didn't they don't know what they're getting punched for. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, like, why I, do they deserve that? Who am I supposed to attack then? I mean, you attack the like combat the combatants. Yeah, mm-hmm. you attack the people with the fucking Marge Simpson haircut hats. Oh man, they'd be so pissed. They'd be so pissed. Those right? guys who have to stand there stoically while like shithead tourists are just like making faces right. at them. But then, so here's what happens: expand that larger, right? Let's say you have a gigantic war effort. Let's say somehow you end up recruiting all of Sixth Street and then all of Texas, and then actually the fucking United States joins in with you. Okay. And they all go in and attack England, and England is attacking you back. Uh, there's going to be a lot of fucking bloodshed and a lot of people people being murdered. How can you ensure that all of them, all the people who are going to die, are, are just combatants? People That's who a are, very good point. Who have a dog in the fight? Hmm. Is there such a thing as a non-combatant? That's another thing. Oh yeah, of course. You think of course? Yeah, of course. Okay, what about uh, Germans in Nazi Germany? Uh, what about them? I mean, did they know about the atrocities happening? I don't know. Did the workers in the factories that supplied munitions to them, don't they contribute to the war effort? Sure, yeah. But um, I'm trying to think, because that's, that's a very gray area, because you could argue that, yeah, they were helping Nazism and shit, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know how well-known some of that stuff was. I think if you knew what was going on and you contributed, then you're a bad person. Okay, yeah. But, but then, also, maybe you're forced to do it. But then when you're in the shit, how, do you, how can you tell the difference? I don't know. In that moment, when you have to act. Well, I don't know. 
And then another thing, too, is... Good thing I'm not in charge of the military. <clears throat> One of the biggest things I wanted to talk about is... What do you want to talk about? Pr- uh, the whole non-combatant issue. Um, you raised a point earlier where you talked about how... Basically, in warfare, you're trying to you're trying to not get killed, right? Yes. That's ultimately what you're doing. If you don't, then you win. If you don't get killed, I guess you win, sure. Yeah. Um, but then does that mean... That I guess the question is why is that just like okay all of a sudden? What you're just allowed to kill someone? I don't know, it's fucking weird because you're not, yeah, right. Because you're not, let's say you just landed in an invasion, right? Like D Day, D Day was an offensive invasion where we go in and we started killing a bunch of fucking Germans. Hey, what do the D stand for? It's just D Day, T Time. Uh, M month. It's like it's like the day that it happens. That's all it means. It's hmm. a code. What D's it, nuts. D's yeah. nuts day. Yeah, D's nuts day. D's nuts. So on D's nuts day, June sixth, nineteen forty nuts. <laughs> we. <laughs> so, yeah, what happened on D Day is that uh, the Germans were just kind of hanging out, and then suddenly they got like a uh, like a telegram, and mm-hmm. they said, "Hey, did from America," and it say, "Hey, did uh, what's his name get at you yesterday?" And they yeah. said, "Who?" And then they just said in all caps, "D's nuts," yeah. and then the invasion started. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fucking. Normandy tight. is wild. That would be that would be tight. But I mean, that was an offensive uh, campaign. D's nuts. Yeah. So right, so we're going over there. We're going into France, and we're just trying to find Germans and killing them, right? Yeah. So from their perspective, they're these fucking twenty, twenty-one year old Germans, who like some of them may be Nazis, some of them not, right? And they're just sitting there because they've been told to sit on this beach. And wait for essentially nothing because it was a surprise attack. Yeah. Uh, and what a surprise it was. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you and me show up. Ready to kick some ass. Ready to kick some ass Take for some America. Names. Yeah. And we're just shooting these people in the fucking face. Yeah. Okay. Now, how is that cool? <laughs> uh, Well, it's definitely not cool. It's not rad as fuck or anything. <laughs> well, I mean... Is it morally right? Do we just get away with that? Because that's the thing about war. It's like one of the biggest things that happens all the time where we, where people get away with murder. People are just getting away with murder. Yeah. Like left and right. Literally. It's kind of weird to think about. And then and a, a thing that's kind of like crazy to think about is- Murder. If, yeah, is, yeah. Is is if you're like a, uh, like what if you like worked with one of those dudes? How weird would that be? Yeah. I mean, it's really the civil war. Think yeah. about that, brother against brother. Yeah. That sort of shit. Weird. Not only that, uh, also, <laughs> the whole idea of, like, proportionality and necessity. This is, these are big concepts, right? Sure. So, <laughs> you mentioned also that we did a couple things, exactly two things, at the tail end of World War II. Yeah. That are, that are still pretty controversial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have a lot of thoughts about... Yeah, because <laughs> there's... A, there, cause <laughs> Who fucking gets to decide whether that's right or not? Like I what? Mean, what know. institution or what authority gets to say you weren't you weren't allowed to do that or you can't do that? Because when you're in the in the shit, when you're in war, yes, there's not there is all of that shit. Basically, it's it's when civilization falls apart. There are no institutions, yeah, to tell you, hey, you shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't unleash this monstrous bomb. On an unsuspecting civilian population. Yeah. But then the argument against it is like, well, you know, if we hadn't have done that, 
then we would have you know sent all these other men to die, to die yeah, and they're yeah. like well they're combatants was well, like well yeah, yeah but yeah. not really i mean like they are combatants but a lot of them were probably drafted uh a lot of them are probably dying needlessly we have this bomb we could end this right now yeah and then your son doesn't have to fucking die yeah somewhere in okinawa i have a son yeah you have a son now dude <laughs> i'm sorry to tell you do you think it's murder? He's, he's about to fight a very misguided war in Japan. Yeah. Do you uh, think it's murder when people kill people in war? I guess the, that's the problem. Is that it's hard to how do tell. We know, how do we know when it's right and when it's wrong? Cause, it feels yeah, like cause, sometimes it's wrong and sometimes it's right. Because when you're like, yeah, it's, you're murdering somebody, I was like, yeah. But then I thought about it and I was like, I don't know. Is that murder? Or is that... I don't, I don't even know. Well, another thing, too, is that... Uh, because warfare is exactly the breakdown of institutions and the breakdown of civilization, you don't really have a recourse to ethics or morality anymore. Mm. And then, and then shit happens where it's like, it's that's where like revenge starts going, going haywire. That's where you start thinking about like tit for tat. Like, so there's this one story that I love. Tit for tats and tits and ass. Tits for tats, tits for ass. There's this part. Tits for ass. There's this part in world war two, you know, the movie world war two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if someone made a 90 minute movie about World War II that's supposed to encompass everything 90 <laughs> but they have 90 minutes it's 90 minutes <laughs> uh, I mean I don't know power to you but hold on let me get to this real quick so there's this thing that happened This is I'll end it with this this is the last thing I swear uh, on April 29th 1945 uh, US troops evacuated Dachau was one of the concentration cramps in Munich. And what's uh, a concentration cramp? Concentration camp. Fuck you. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Is that when you're studying for a long time and, and you yeah, get up? And you're concentrating so hard that you cramp up. Is that so, what it is, man? Yeah, it's this concentration cramp. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fuck even, me, I guess. You trying can't, to you talk can't, about the fucking okay. This fucking guy can't even speak English. Yeah. Um so we when uh, US troops liberated Dachau they saw all these Holocaust <laughs> victims. All I gotta imagine survivors. that was pretty. Because I, I think a lot of this, I think our our higher ups probably knew. I can't imagine the soldiers knew what was going so on. So the right? privates, right? The who uh, you know the the grunts who saw this. <laughs> what they did was they took a, about thirty to fifty SS guards and they just shot them against a wall. Jesus Christ! Just summarily executed them. Okay. Uh, so that's illegal. <laughs> by yeah, the Gene- you can't do that. Yeah, by the Geneva Conventions. When did the Geneva Convention become a thing? I, I think it was right after World War One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. A lot, a lot of fucking good it did. So, wh- so what Geneva? do you think about that, though? What do I think about that? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's pretty easy for us to be like, well, that's uh, going against the Geneva Convention, and these guys are not. This, I don't. I don't think that's necessarily what you're saying, but like, like, all oh, these guys are bad for. For doing this, but I don't know, man. I think if I was in that moment, I don't know if I would be like, we have to kill these dudes. I definitely wouldn't stop it. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be like, well, actually, I'd just be like, well, you know what? I'm gonna go for a walk. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna like up them, up them in fucking uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, you know the guy who lets the one uh, POW, the German dude, walk away. Yes, and then he ends up coming back and killing the Jewish guy yeah. in the platoon. <laughs> like he's the worst dude. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think I think I would go for a cup of coffee. I go go for a walk, then come back and be like, "Where'd all those guys go?" Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, "Good." I'd yeah. go, oh, man. <laughs> they're like, hey, "It's okay." Can you tell them apart from all the other bodies here? Well, not yeah. I mean, their uh, blood. One it's of the, the things that we did was we we forced a lot of German officers to sleep in uh, the bunks that Holocaust survivors were sleeping in with dead bodies. We just didn't remove the dead bodies. We made them sleep in there. Oh, yeah, I think like, that's okay. Yeah, so that's okay. Is that, we're saying our intuitions are like, that's okay, because fuck this. Fuck how extreme that is. And then our response is this. Also, another thing is that uh, <laughs> uh, one, one German guard <laughs> got ripped apart by a swarm of Holocaust survivors. Oh, my God. <laughs> once, we, once they realized that we, were, like, we had you know, taken over the camp, they they found this guy and they ripped him limb from limb. Jesus. And these and this fucking like group of, of US soldiers just watched. Yeah, well there was <laughs> and a just lot smoked of that. cigarettes and watched. <laughs> there was a lot of that. I know that yeah. there was that whole thing where the Russian I mean I mean I the Russians lost like so many The Russians did way worse things. Well yeah, what I'm saying you know? is that they, they, they were like super pissed off. And so I guess there was this thing where like they where was this? I don't think it was Berlin. It was some somewhere where they basically what happened was after it was like pretty much right when Germany was being defeated. Mm -hmm. The the, the, essentially the U.S. just went like, all right, you guys got 24 hours to uh, do what you want, do what you want. And then after that, we're like locking this shit down (laughs) because they just lost. So I mean, they they might have lost them. Did they lose the most? The Soviet Union lost the most by far. So like country, they were pretty annoyed. They lost, I think, 20 million people just soldiers wise. Jesus, yeah. Then, so think yeah. about this. Oh my God. And we, I think we lost maybe like five hundred thousand people, some of that. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, no, actually, we didn't even lose that much because yeah, we were never invaded. So it's like yeah. And thank yeah, God we for were that. we were sitting pretty cush. And then we're very far away. Meanwhile, Luckily. on the opposite side of the planet, yeah, we go and unleash one of the craziest things that we've ever invented, the atomic bomb. Yeah, and we did it twice. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we did. What a crazy thing. And it's like, is that okay? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's disproportionate. I feel. I mean, I will say, I'll give you the caveat, a little asterisk by what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I'm really not the right person to ask about this, uh, but I will say that I don't know. I mean, you did. T- I don't know because, I mean, the war stopped because of it. Yeah. Definitively ended it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, 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 yeah. It made. It made. It made them make a decision. It's for crazy sure. that it took two. Isn't that a controversy that people were like, maybe if it takes we should two have atomic given them- bombs? Do you think a conventional invasion would work out? No, 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 no. Not that I endorsing this too, because still, I mean, like a lot of innocent people died. Sure, and yeah, I don't know. But uh, but hold on. But wasn't there a thing where they dropped the first one, right? Uh huh. The Enola Gay. Yeah, that well, that's that was the name of the plane. What was the name of the bomb? Did they name them? Oh, uh, oh yeah, Fat Man and Little Guy, I think. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. What a weird fat thing. no Fat Boy and Little Man. Fat Boy and Little Man, yeah, which yeah. is kind of what I call our duo. Yeah, that's a- <laughs> <laughs> There's 85 episodes for that joke. <laughs> You're welcome. We're out. <laughs> um, but fuck it, fucking fuck um. So they dropped the the first one, right? The fat the fat boy or whatever. I think, the, I think the first one was the fat boy, and then I Good. came later. So then, yeah. So <laughs> so they dropped me, and I'm like, oh no! Like I'm really upset this yeah. is happening. Uh, how how many days later did they drop the second? It's three one? days. So, so August sixth. August sixth is Hiroshima. Is it? Is there a controversy that there wasn't enough time for them to decide, or is that? 
Am I making that? I don't up? know. I mean, I don't know. I, the the atomic bomb is very controversial. It's, yeah, it's very controversial. <laughs> but like, yeah, and so we did that. Uh, all these people died, and the argument, the argument for what a it, fucking bummer. Well, the argument for it was like, you know, uh, we would have to invade Japan, and right, and so we'd have to like hop all these fucking. We still, we still weren't there yet. We'd have to like send all these troops over. The Japanese were not giving up uh, at all. Yeah, uh, they're they're tenacious suckers. They, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, like the the those. There's at least like sto- stories of like dozens of Japanese soldiers who were never told that the war stopped, who kept killing people. Is in that the real? I've it's always real. heard that. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. I wonder if any of them are still doing. Yeah, it. the emperor had to come to the Philippines and get this guy out. <laughs> And tell them stop. Hey, hey, <laughs> stop it. Cut it out. We're done. <laughs> We're making fucking PlayStation now. Man, it's a lot stop. of bad stuff happened in the Philippines too, man. Yeah, crazy. Fucking. Uh, what about? Um, I mean, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, and then oh, also, I know what I was gonna say. We yeah. should go find. If there's any people who are still doing it, I think you and I should go over there and kick their ass. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just beat the but shit out of them. Not you, kill them, just beat them up. Do you know the last time they found one of those guys? Uh, No. It was the 70s. Jeez. I, 30 years later. I always ca- heard that, and I always, I never really it's thought about it much. Sounds I kind of just thought it was like an urban legend. Nah, it's real. Huh. Well? I think his name is like Hiro Komoda or something like that. Hiro Komoda. I think that's, I think so. I don't know. It's in a, it's in a hardcore history episode. So Remember we talked about Komoda on the Patreon? Yeah. We should probably talk about that, too. What, Patreon. The, the, we already did. Did we mention it? I don't think we did. Komoda? No, oh, we, we, didn't, we have to advertise our goddamn Patreon for these f- creeps to listen to. Oh, yeah. Listen to our ca- Patreon, too. Yeah. Okay. This has gone we on for a while. We, gotta, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got it. Yeah. Go to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash I Learn Nothing. Do you want to know something so dumb? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know. if I think I told you this, but I didn't really go into detail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your friend, Patrick. D-Man. The, 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 the yeah. D-Man. You know me. He who sits across from me. He <laughs> who eats chocolate. <laughs> um, the uh, the, met, the Metformin Madman. That's what they call me. It's diabetes medication. Oh, so, um, so on our Patreon, which normally uh, on this show, you teach me a philosophy, mm-hmm. uh, and I hate it. On the Patreon, uh, I teach Ben about anything I want, and he hates it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the last one we talked about, just it, as an aside, that turned into a 25-minute diatribe. Asinine 25 minutes of my life. Yeah, Ben was really pissed. Yeah. I went over the incredibly complicated history of Captain Marvel, and sh- a.k.a. Shazam. Yeah. Okay? And just long story short. 25 minutes, I can't get back. Yeah, long story short. Um, women say that to me a lot. Long story short, <laughs> uh, the... Uh, 25 minutes, that's not bad, though. Yeah, but <laughs> divided by five. So, uh, yeah, but I, I include, um, as the lovemaking time, I oh. include uh, the drive home. Oh, okay. In that. So, <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's a Captain Marvel movie out right now. The Marvel, uh-huh. It's made by Marvel Comics. Yeah. However, there's a movie out called Shazam, right? Mm-hmm. DC Comics. That character was created in 1939, I believe, and he was originally named Captain Marvel. Now they can't call him that. They call him Shazam. Yeah. Boom. So that's the quick, concise thing, which is probably what I should have done on the Patreon. <laughs> but um, the thing that people paid money for. So um, I had that in my head, okay? Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to go see that Shazam movie. Yeah. And so I looked up the times, and I was like, 
I saw that Captain Marvel was playing at the Mueller Draft House. Yeah. So I was like, hell yeah, I'll go to that. And I go to that thinking it's Shazam because his fucking original name was Captain Marvel. So I bought a ticket to see Captain Marvel, oh, a you- movie I've already seen. And I looked at the ticket and I realized, oh, no. Oh, you talked yourself out of you, you confused yourself. I confused myself. I went to the wrong thing. This is why this shit sucks. And this is why you have to stop. And so I, I, and I looked at it and I looked up and I was like, sorry, I thought I was seeing Shazam. And she was like, well, that's not Shazam. So I got my money back and I walked across the street and just suddenly drank a Guinness because, of course, I was seeing the movie by myself. So anyway. Well, all right. Well, now you get to try again. I'll see it with you this time. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll see Shazam, I guess. Yeah, come on. Not only, Ben, is it a great music tracking service, it's also a superhero. Oh, that's right. The app. Okay. Shazam. Yeah. yeah. Is that still around? I thought, like, Shazam? So- someone should have bought it by now, I feel like. I'm sure someone has bought it, but yeah, of course it's around. No, but I mean, like, it should just be part of, like, Spotify now or something. Shazam? Yeah. I, right? It's probably connected to it. A lot of times, well, I don't know, actually. I guess uh, it doesn't This matter. is not the, <laughs> the place. <laughs> to talk about Shazam. To talk about the, yeah, the... The acquisitions of fucking software companies. When he's like a little kid and he turns into a superhero. That's kind of cool. They may oh. have a teenager in the movie, but orig- originally, you know, Billy Batson was a you know, younger guy, but I'm not uh, upset. All right, folks, this has been episode 85 of I Learn Nothing. <laughs> a philosophy podcast for idiots. Yeah. Now you know why. Do you know, did you learn anything? Probably um, not. I didn't learn anything, but it sparked a lot of interest. Yeah. Well, okay. well I mean, what else is there? to? There's nothing to learn. No, there is plenty. I mean, well, I guess not. Not technically. It's mostly conversation. There's no rote learning. You're not learning any facts. No, I rarely do. But (laughs) just in general. But have you thought? But are you at least thinking about some of these things differently? Yeah, it's it's interesting to think about. I I I just don't ever think about stuff like that because war. No, we're we're gonna have to think about it way more. Ben, I'm I'm busy making the open mic list every Thursday. (laughs) I got stuff. I got responsibilities, dude. (laughs) I got stuff to do. Um. Oh, uh, speaking of that, if you do give us $5 a month for a goddamn Patreon, how many quarters is that, Ben? 20 quarters? That's 20 quarters. What the not fuck is not that? only do you get two episodes a week. Well, uh, you, you get one additional, well, you get one additional two total. a week. Two all day, as we yeah. say in the restaurant. But sometimes industry. we have to record two a week because we miss one. Because we're idiots, yeah. yeah. You're going to get a free <laughs> ticket. You know what? You know, just trust us. You're going to get something. You know what? <laughs> fuck it. I'm just doing this. If you If you... Subscribe to our Patreon. You want to come see a show at the Velveeta Room? I'll let you in for free. Whoa, like a regular like ten dollar ticket. Oh damn! For the low low price of five dollars. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You go see yeah. one show, pays it's, for itself. But it's five dollars a month. Not only does it pay for itself, now technically you are owed five dollars. So Ben will give you five dollars if no, you give I won't. us five dollars. No, I won't. Yeah, I guess I'd... the math doesn't add up. So if you live in, in the greater Austin area and you want to come see a show, and you should, because... You should. I, it's I, fun. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I know how to fucking book a room. I think I, I don't fucking know how to book a guy. Thank God you know how to do something. It's the only thing I'm good at, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, do that. Um, send me a message on social media, and you can come to a free show once a month for the rest of your life. Social media, you can Until find... Until you die. Social media, you can find Pat... Twitter.com. Twitter.com. Which one is that? D Man P or P? I am Pat Dean. P Man D. P Man D. I am Pat Dean on Twitter. On Instagram, I'm Dean Man P. A nickname actually given to me by, as Marcus put it, 
the infamous tower destroyer himself, <laughs> Noel Waghorn, the yeah. uh, the man who planned and orchestrated 9/11. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, ben, you're you're on the social. A media, cowardly right? act of war, by the way, which is germane to this conversation. Well, when I think of the word coward, I think of Noel Waghorn. Yeah. <laughs> When I think of the word traitor, I think of Noel Waghorn. <laughs> He's when technically I, not a traitor. When I hear the word evil, I think of Noel Waghorn. I think of Noel Waghorn. He is an evil traitor when I, when and a I, coward. When I think of the word tyranny, yeah. I think of Noel Waghorn. I do too. Noel, you're on notice, dude. That 9-11 <laughs> thing was not okay and it was not cool. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's impressive. I don't think it's funny, frankly. <laughs> What if what if he was like what if he was trying to be funny? <laughs> He's just doing a bit. Yeah, yeah. he just understand. I thought you guys would like. Ah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his his second in command, Danny Palumbo. <laughs> ah, you know, we'll just uh, blow up the World Trade Center and then we're out in New York. We'll just go ahead some, and uh, uh, linguine with clams. We'll get some uh, good linguine. Ah, <laughs> uh, little Italy's disappearing. I'm not happy about it. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm Danny Palumbo, 2015 funniest person Austin winner. Ah. Uh, just our friend Danny. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just this comic we know. Kind of sounds like him. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, I guess that's it. I think that's it. I guess it. that's it. Are, so we, are we done? <laughs> I think so. So follow us on the social media. If you have fi- $5, give it to us. Yeah. Please. Go to iTunes and write a uh, five-star review and uh, just you know leave a quick w- oh, review. Just like Pat has diabetes, eat books, something like that. Here's what I want you to do, okay? If you have the time, if you have... The inkling to do this, if you have a sense of joy in your heart, what I want you to do is go to iTunes, write us a five-star review, okay, mm-hmm. and write the name of the book that you want to throw at Ben. So if you want to throw it, okay. we, we discussed this on the Patreon, The Confederacy of Dunces, my favorite book. If you want to throw that at Ben, say, I want to throw A Confederacy of Dunces at Ben. Okay. If you want to throw, do you have a favorite book? I don't want to name them because they're thick. And I don't want them to be thrown at me. Okay, say <laughs> I want to throw the the Oxford Dictionary no, uh, at Ben. Uh, yeah, fine. I'd so, rather <laughs> na- so just name the book you'd you'd want to throw at Ben, or name the final meal that you will give me that causes my premature death <laughs> from diabetes. Yeah. But <laughs> mostly the book thing. The secret is chicken and waffles. Yeah, mostly uh, the book thing because my thing is actually real. Yeah, and then also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God damn it. Also, uh, go to Courages.com, get 15% off by writing nothing. In all caps. In all caps in the at the checkout, uh, and you get these sweet, sweet uh, felt uh, slippers uh, that will make your feet come, and uh, it'll be great. So yeah, just it'll do be that. great. Yeah. And he means that metaphorically, not literally. F- uh, feet can't actually uh, ejaculate. No, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, as always, folks, uh, keep on thinking hard. Mushtaklik Habibi. Maybe that'll be our new sign off. What is Mushtaklik Habibi again? It means I miss you, my darling. Okay. I miss um, you, my darling. What else? Uh, what other s- sign offs do we have? We have a uh, lot. Time is a son of a bitch. Uh, oh, Hunk of the Month is Marcus Wilson for both of us. I'm calling it. Oh, okay, that's fine. Because he called Noel uh, an infamous tower destroyer. Yeah. Which I thought was very funny. Which makes him sound like one of the people <laughs> who, who destroyed the towers. Marcus. Marcus? Yeah. I don't think Marcus had a hand in the 9-11 attacks. No, I don't think he... I, I know, I'm just saying he sounds like someone who did. Hmm. Well, maybe I'll have a conversation with him. I'll, I'll clear this up. Okay. This whole 9-11 mystery. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, fuck yeah, you, and thanks for listening, and if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. 